Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. There are three words in our vocabulary that are closely related. Contradiction, paradox, and mystery. First, contradiction. This is a set of ideas that oppose each other. It's a violation of logic. For example, you can't make a circle square. A thing cannot be what it is and not be what it is at the same time and in the same relationship. You cannot be a man and not be a man at the same time. You cannot be your own father. Contradictions can never coexist, not even in the mind of God. Contradictions are nonsense. No one can make sense out of them, not even God. Second, paradox. A paradox is an apparent contradiction, but upon closer scrutiny, it can actually be resolved. If we say that God is one in essence and three in essence, then we have a contradiction that no one can resolve. Christianity would then be irrational and absurd. But the Trinity is a paradox. The belief in a God who is one in essence and three in persons. And that violates no law of logic. Third, mystery. The term mystery means something is true, but we don't fully understand it yet. The Trinity is a mystery. The incarnation of Christ is a mystery. Quantum physics is a mystery. Mysteries are truths that are presently too high for us, but they are not contradictions. However, as diligent students of the Bible, we mustn't just quickly say something is a mystery prematurely. We must go as far as we can with our human intellect and reasoning, trying to understand something to the best of our abilities before we label it a mystery. For example, some quickly and readily say that predestination is a mystery, but I tend to disagree. When all is said and done, there are really two contradictory positions, either Calvinism or Arminianism. You can't have both at the same time. You can't say, I'm a Calvinist in the sovereignty of God, but an Arminian as far as evangelism is concerned then you're quite confused. You're either a Calvinist or an Armenian when it comes to your doctrine of predestination. Now, Christianity has plenty of room for mysteries, but it has no room for contradictions. Mysteries may be true, but contradictions can never be true, neither in our minds nor in God's mind. Okay, this video is about the Trinity, our final installment on this subject. Now, Trinity... It's a mystery. We Christians believe in a triune God. He is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God who exists in three persons, one usia, three hypostases. Now, the doctrine of the Trinity is a crucial ingredient of our Christian faith because it explains who God is, what He's like, and how He works, and how He is to be approached. So it's truth has profound practical implications for the Christian life. If we don't understand this doctrine, then our experience with God is not complete. For example, our salvation is based on the Father's power and love. 
and the Son's death and resurrection and the Holy Spirit's regeneration and empowerment. If we are not conscious of the Trinity, then we won't know the extent of God's love for us to bring complete healing and wholeness. We won't know the extent of the victory that Christ won for us on the cross. We won't know the power of the Holy Spirit to morally transform us, making us creative, effective, and victorious in all of life and ministry. We won't have a clear objective idea of the standard of holiness we must conform to, which is Christ-likeness, to be exactly like Jesus in every way. So you see, it is very important we get to know this triune God. Now, whom are we to worship? Each of the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are the same in essence and have the same attributes. Whatever is said of God, like His love, holy, truth, all-powerful, all-knowing, infinite, and eternal, applies equally to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, this is highly significant for our Christian life. When we worship the Son or the Holy Spirit, we mustn't think that we are worshipping someone lesser than God or is only a part of God. Some say we can't worship the Holy Spirit. This cannot be true because the Holy Spirit is also God. Now, to whom are we to pray? Father only, Son only, or Holy Spirit only? Or two out of the three, or all three? Now, the general pattern of prayer in the Bible is this. We are to pray to the Father through the Son and in the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 2 and verse 18. Or we pray to the Father in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we must be conscious that we are relating to a triune God. They each have their distinctive roles, but we can pray to each of them individually or pray to them as one. They are all one in works. One and the same God is at work in creation, redemption, and empowerment. Whatever the Father does, the Son does, and the Holy Spirit does. All the works of the triune God are indivisible. So when we pray to one, we mustn't think that we are dishonoring another. If we pray, Lord Jesus, I adore you, it doesn't mean we are dishonoring the Father. No, no, no. We are honoring all three. If we look to the Holy Spirit for His power, we are also counting on God the Father and God the Son to be involved. When we ask Jesus to save us, it means we are also asking the Father and the Spirit to save us. And we need their saving power too. Finally, perfect love and unity within the Godhead models for us the love and unity that should be in the church. God is a perfect community of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Similarly, there must be continuous affection and oneness in our relationships with one another. Even before anything was created, there was already fullness of joy within the Godhead. So we must be conscious of this truth, that we don't need things in life to experience joy. We don't need popularity or pleasure or possessions of this world to find happiness. The happiness that the things of this world can bring are transient at best. 
if we only have the triune God, we can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. The importance of the doctrine of the Trinity requires us to be equally conscious, pay equal attention to, give equal honour and worship to all three persons of the Godhead as they freely pour their love and grace on us.